Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our show. This is Karina and Amber, your co-hosts for Dating and Marriage Perspectives. Damn good to the last word. We have a guest today. We are joined by Nicole, who leads her own podcast called Take Action Podcasting. We're so excited to have you here today. You have no idea. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to have a conversation with you and I loved meeting you initially, and I think we're gonna, it's gonna be a good time. So thanks for having me. Absolutely. We might have a part two just given the topic <laughs> yeah. that we're talking about. We'll see. We'll see. But yes, we are just equally uh joyful to have you here. And um today we want to talk about confidence after a breakup, and more specifically, how do you gain confidence in yourself? after a breakup. We all have gone through relationships, currently in a relationship, things happen. Not all relationships, you know, work out. So for those of you who may have just experienced loss, may have just broken up with someone who had, or someone broke up with you, we want to do a podcast on how you gain your confidence back after a breakup. Like what is that journey like? And how do you feel? What does that mean? Getting back in the game? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You know? Get back on the horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get back on the horse. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. So if you're game to listen to what we have to say, we, we've all had experiences with it. Yes. Uh, we'll be talking from, from our you know lived experiences. So uh, Nicole, thank you for being here. I'm going to pass the mic to Amber. Yes. Um, take us through some really cool questions. Yes. Yes. So I figured the pro the first part to start really would be, you know, how would you define confidence, Nicole, or lack of confidence? That is such a good question. Mm -hmm. And when I first kind of thought about it, I was like, it's kind of hard to define sometimes, you know, like in a one statement thing, because it can mean so many different things to different people. But for me, confidence has definitely been a journey and a process in my life. And if you would have asked me that question 10 years ago, I would have answered it very, very differently than mm -hmm. I answered it, than I answer it today because I've grown and evolved and changed as a woman. Mm -hmm. So I think now my definition of confidence is really being able to identify and know and accept the gifts that you have on the inside of you, develop them appreciate them, nurture them, refine them, and then share them with others and know that what you have to offer and who you are and how you offer it is unique to you and no one else can duplicate that. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's all I can <laughs> say. That's I good. love that. <laughs> I love that. That was spot on. <laughs> Yeah. I like the unique part of it. Yeah. Right? Because sometimes testing our confidence might mean being somebody we're not or offering something we don't have and yeah. we're trying to make it work and it just doesn't feel good. Right. It's like, why am I doing this? How am I doing this? It doesn't feel like Karina. It doesn't feel like Nicole. It doesn't feel like Amber. So the yeah. unique gifts that you have, mm -hmm. appreciating them and uh knowing that someone would appreciate that about yourself amber tells me that all the time come on now <laughs> tell him tell her yeah. she tells me that all the time and i'm like yeah. but 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 <laughs> and accept 
accepting them and accepting what those gifts are, right? Because I remember a point in my life where I rejected how I was. Like things that were naturally, I'm naturally good at, I rejected them because when you when you're begin to share who you are and share your gifts, they're going to be rejected, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They're going to be tested. They're going to be rejected. Not everybody's going to receive from who you are. Yeah. And so I internalize that as, as rejection. I internalize that as, oh, well, maybe this is not good enough for, you know, the world, right? It's not good enough for me to show up this way. So let me try to be like somebody else or let me diminish what I have. And so that's why I said accept because I kept on getting to the point where I'm bumping my head and not making progress in my life. And it's also showing up in my relationships. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. I had to get to the point where I said, I have to accept the gifts, mm-hmm. right? Acceptance is a huge part of really staking your claim and being confident in who you are. You have yeah. to accept this is really how I am. You yeah. know, I'm naturally an encourager. Mm-hmm. I am like, this is who I am. And if I'm like, well, I'm trying to be something different. Well, I'm not. (laughs) That is one way to really eat at your confidence is not operating in those strengths and gifts that you have. So I just, I was like, whatever, this is who I am. And Mm -hmm. that's it. We just go and rock with this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, And I think too, just to kind of add on, it's very interesting because listening to what you're saying holds really true also in my industry, which is very male dominated. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. have to have confidence. You have to know who you are and kind of say, oh, F them, right? Like this is who <laughs> I'll I just am. say the word. Right. Well, you know, mom's going to be listening and I don't want to hear it later. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but it's very interesting. And as women, you just have to, you know, just depending on your role, you really should have, you, you need the confidence to be able to walk in really to any room knowing that this is who you are. This is what you bring and right. nobody else can take that away from you. Right. Absolutely. hundred percent. How, how would somebody know if, if they lost that confidence? Yeah, that is, that's another, you guys just asked such good questions. That's another good <laughs> question. How, how you lost that confidence. I think when you find yourself, when you don't recognize who you are, Mm-hmm. You know, when you find yourself shrinking back, mm-hmm. when you find yourself in a constant state of intimidation and comparison mm-hmm. to other people, when you find yourself not going after or stepping out into certain things that you know you could do yeah. or you could experience, but you don't, you hesitate. And sometimes that shows up in procrastination. Where it's just delayed, 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 delayed. You know, it comes, it shows itself in excuses. And the excuses sound so good and very close to the truth. (laughs) You know, don't get confused. Right. You know, so I I think those are some of the ways when you know that you've lost your confidence. Sometimes it shows up visibly, you know, you start dressing different. You know, you, you're, you're closed up. Maybe before you would be, you know, you would wear that cute dress and you would just rock that lipstick, but now, you know, you're letting your hair grow a certain way, cover your face. So you're wearing oversized clothes and, you know, you're just, you're covering your, you're closing up and that's showing, and that's showing in a visible way. Sometimes it shows up by gaining weight, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't feel good about yourself. You've lost your confidence. So you're trying to eat to feel better about mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this because we talk about relationships. 
Sometimes it shows up in your relationships where you you find yourself maybe in a relationship that you would have never chosen that person. Yes. <laughs> ever. You would never date that person. Like I wouldn't even give you the time or day to enjoy the presence of my company. <laughs> Yes. Yes. That's a really good point. Making a, let's just call it a bad choice. Yeah. After a breakup where you've lost confidence, you, you've made that decision to date somebody you never like, and people are looking at you like, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We talked okay. about that on a previous episode, actually, <laughs> and yeah. it was two people in a row I dated. And I said, what in the hell was I going through that I was dating that or let anything in that relationship accept any of that in she that said, relationship? She said dating that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was they don't like, even have, have a name. They don't have a name. No, no, they don't get a name. They don't. <laughs> Oh my God. You know, so I think those are some of the ways that when you've lost your confidence, it can show up, you know, and you, and you start talking differently, you know, your self-talk changes mm-hmm. where everything is, has a kind of a negative tent, a negative bent to it because yeah. you're, again, you're not appreciating who you are. You're not seeing the value of who you are. So everything has a negative bent or you might find yourself you're going to do something, but it's like, well, what if it doesn't happen? Or what if it doesn't work out? And like just this constant state of being in that way. Not to say we don't have those times, but it's just kind of a constant thing where your friends have to shake you and say, what's up? Like, what's going on with you? Yeah. You know? So I I think that's, those are some of the signs that, okay, there may be some confidence issues there. When everyone is around, you can see, girl, you can do that. Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) You know, like- Something even as simple as going to the store, you know, we've all done it. Maybe we've gone to the mall or our favorite store to get an outfit. You try it on, you come out, girl, what you think? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And they're like, oh my gosh, it looks good on you. And then you talk yourself out of it because yes. you can't see the beauty of, of what you present and and versus your, your friends and people that are looking at you. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, when I, when I have like lack of confidence, I can, I can feel it. Like I'm, I don't, I don't feel coordinated. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm working too hard to be in this spot of confidence. Whereas being confident should be natural, should be easy, should be coordinated, should be, like you said, you're, you're just kind of settle, not settle, but you're settle where you're at. So I, and I get sweaty palms and I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I just I I, I feel like a five-year-old <laughs> can't express myself clearly, gotta be cool. It's just not coming across very well. It's just like, you might want to shut the hell up, Karina, because it's not working out for you. Just 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 smile. You're all just smile. Yeah, just right. smile. Just, just smile. And, um, and sometimes we're not always confident. I don't think that, you know, we can, I don't want to give the message that, yeah, you're just, you're confident in everything and all the time. I think there's sometimes there are certain areas, sometimes you're not as confident, right? I'm not confident hundred percent of the time every day. Right. And, you know, I have tells of when I'm not, you know, I get kind of sluggish and lethargic and, you know, I want to lay around the house all day, you know, and I'm an active, energetic you know, person, not, not relaxing. That's different. I know but like when I'm like just lethargic and I'm just like down, mm-hmm. I know that there's an area that I'm like, okay, my confidence is low in this. So 
you're not confident all the time, but if it's a constant state, then that's when you really want to start paying attention and, and doing something about it because that's not how we're supposed to be, you know, yeah. especially after, I mean, after, especially after a breakup or being in a bad relationship. Yeah. Yes. That's actually was my next question <laughs> <laughs> for, for both of you, you know, I mean, have either of you like lost confidence after a breakup and then like, how did that show itself mm. in, in the, at that time? Yes. Think, uh, <laughs> Amber has seen me after after a lot of breakups. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'll say, SCFU. Yeah. yeah. Get back on the horse. Go ride that cowboy. <laughs> right? yeah, I have. I have. I remember I was um I was I was much younger though. And but it, it really impacted me, impacted my life. I was I was engaged to get married when I was like 19 years old mm -hmm. and I was so in love. Oh. I mean, I think it was my first, you know, I've had like crushes and, you know, even in high school, like I was like, I had a guy that I thought that's going to be my husband. Right. <laughs> right. Just, yes. <laughs> he was fine. And he just was, he was the one, you know, and then kind of progressed. And, and then I met somebody else and I was just like head over heels. It was, I had never experienced that level of emotion before, of connection before, and was set to marry this person. Like I was like invitations in the mail, dress oh, ordered, dang. like hall rented, like everything was set. And I got to a point um, with me, I, I just, I couldn't follow through with it. I, I was like, I knew that I could not marry this person and even though I ended the relationship it really it, it didn't happen in the instant where I I was kind of struggling with my confidence but some years after maybe a, maybe a year or two after I started to notice that I was greatly impacted by that because I had come from my parents got divorced they after 21 years of marriage. Oh. So I really was, you know, into like this relationship and wanted it to work mm -hmm. and wanted to be married. And so when that didn't happen, it wasn't, it was, yes, it was the breakup, but it was more of the idea of what I had in my mind of what my life could be like. And I didn't want it to be like, end up like my parents' marriage. Yeah. So essentially as I began the process and I didn't date her right away afterwards, I was like, wait a minute, you know, mm -hmm. so is that, is kind of that my future? And I don't, then, then I'm questioning whether I'm going to be able to meet somebody again. Then I'm questioning whether or not I'm good enough to be in a good relationship. You know, so I, I had, I started having all those questions and I didn't date anybody else for a long time. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's After good. that, you know, and when I was, it wasn't until I was, I was almost out of college. I met another guy and I got proposed to again. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> the second time. That's hey. awesome. You know, and you right, know, she was like, okay, it you got it going. You know, That's like, right. right? <laughs> Just call it. Just call it. There you go. That's good for your confidence. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, it really was. But I realized again that, you know, as we were talking about the life that we wanted to live. Okay. And at that point, I was very kind of clear about who I, how I wanted my life to go. And I was like, I, if I marry you, I know that I have to fit in a certain mode and I don't want to do that. 
Oh, mm -hmm. so I was like, I had to great guy, nothing, you know, like wrong with him per se, but I was, it just, it wasn't a fit for me. And you would think, Hey, Nicole, well, you, you ended the relationship. Why would that mess with your confidence? You know, mm -hmm. but anytime you have to walk away from a relationship that is a, sometimes it's bad, right? So it can happen either way. Yeah. But walking away from something that you hold near and dear, even if it's good or bad, it's like you almost question yourself, well, is it me really? Like, is there something wrong with me that my relationships are not working out? Mm -hmm. You know, they're not lasting. Like, why? And as I, you know, got counsel and and did some internal work, it wasn't it really all it wasn't all about, well, it's me in a negative way. It was no, it is me because I want it more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't a good fit for me. And yes, is there areas that I have to grow in? Absolutely. Sure. But the, the bottom line was I wanted more. And th those decisions that I made to walk away from those relationships, though they hurt, it, it hurt me a lot. Right. And I did struggle with my confidence and having successful a successful relationship ultimately i began to see how that was some of the best decisions for me mm -hmm. and began to look at it from a different perspective so i was able to use that to build my confidence to say hey wait a minute nicole you you dodged a bullet right because then of course you know you google them later and be like oh my god <laughs> able to look and say, Hey, listen, that was not for you because there was something better. Yeah. There was, some, there really was something better for you. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. You know? So I think I would say, you know, to women that, that are, that are struggling right now because it, 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 it does hurt, you know, and I'm not saying you automatically like, Ooh, I dodged a bullet and I'm good. No, because there's emotions attached. There's, there's time invested. You know, you're investing your resources, your heart, your intimate spaces with someone. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden mm -hmm. you don't have that no more. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's tough. Yeah. I'm not even going to pretend and say that it's easy. There's a lot of tearful evenings. There's a lot of tearful days. There's a lot of days you're walking around, you mad at the world and then you happy and then you mad all over again because it's, it is a grief cycle. There's still yeah. grieving that you, that, that goes, that you experience. Even though, even if you're walking away from a relationship, that wasn't good for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I so see you smiling big time, Kay. Yeah. She's preaching. Well, <laughs> she is. And, and Nicole's making many great points. The one that stands out to me, you know, something you said earlier is lacking, you know, when you lack confidence, when that happens to you, how yeah. that leads to certain decisions you make or yeah. decide not to make. So, um, the, the, the point that you, you brought up earlier was deciding to date somebody that is, you normally don't date because you just had a breakup. Your confidence is, you know, broken or, 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 or just hurt, you know, and then you just, you're making these decisions to date people, even go places or how you, um, deal with the with the heartbreak uh all of that leads to decisions and also what i'm hearing you say is, is 
when you do have confidence, the confidence that this ain't it for me, this relationship is not it for me, I'm going to make that decision that, you know what, I deserve better, I want better, mm, I don't see it here, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you go. And then have the faith that there is somebody better for you. Because in that moment, you can't see the future. You can only no. hope. Yes. No, you can't. You you can't say, I wish I had that superpower. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, me but, too. you know, but, um, but for me, one of the things that, that helped me, and there may be some women that are listening or men that are listening mm -hmm. that are like, yeah, I can't see the future. So I'm kind of afraid to kind of put myself back out there again, or even hope for that. And one of the things that was important or, or critical in my journey around it was in what I began to believe, you know, my faith was instrumental in helping me to see like, okay, I may not know all of what the future holds, but I'm connected to a source that does, mm -hmm. you know, so I have to be willing to trust my life you know, to be led in the right direction and know that, yeah. all right, my path, there's a good path for me. Yeah. You know, my future, there's a, there's a positive outcome for my future. And I have to be able to trust and believe that so that I'm not afraid to step out. And if I, if I'm, I'm thinking that I need to go in this direction, I'm not afraid to do that. You right. know, I'm not afraid to say yes to a, to a date of somebody that it's like, yeah, I'm vibing with this person, you know, but because of that past hurt, or I don't know what the future holds, I don't even do it. Or I don't even go to different places and, and involve myself in different activities or things that could potentially expose me to somebody that that is different than me, you know, so for me, that was a real that was a real help as well, as I was kind of journeying, journeying, you say journey, journeying <laughs> along the journey, you know, of, of not just building the confidence, but really understanding that I'm going, I am going to meet somebody that's going to be a match for me. And we're going to have a good, healthy, strong, romantic, sexy friendship relationship. Like it's going to be one that, that I'm going to love. And it's going to be my dream relationship. And it did happen, you know, not overnight. Yeah. It wouldn't take yeah. a year two. It was many years <laughs> later. Six <laughs> engagements. <laughs> six engagements. <laughs> Number six. No. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Third That's time's right. A charm. <laughs> what if somebody, I mean, um, I certainly understand the faith-based portion um, because it's kind of, you know, how a lot of us live our life. But what if somebody is not faith-based? What, how would they know if they've lost their confidence or how would they, what, what tools should they have to help regain their confidence? Yeah. I think that if it losing your confidence, the things that I mentioned before that, that that's for anybody, right? That has nothing to do with what, what faith you are. Many people believe different, di different things that give them, provide them peace, provide them solid solace, you know, and a sense of direction in life. But I think that we were all born with, you know, this sense of this intuition, right? Mm -hmm. To know really what's right and what's not right for us. Like that was something, I think that was something we were inherently born with. So, you know, some people, well, I don't believe, you know, I'm, I, I don't follow a certain religion or a certain way and that's fine too, but you do have your intuition, you know? And I think that 
when you go through a bad breakup or a bad relationship, that is that is a lot what's tested because you begin to question yourself. You're like, I can't trust my decisions anymore. Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's where you can really glean from other healthy people around you. <laughs> you know, one of the tools that I found helpful as well, in addition, was having healthy, strong mentors, other women that were that were in a healthy place for themselves in healthy relationships, be able to speak and show me, hey, Nicole, you're not crazy, right? You're right. This is normal what you're experiencing. So that would be one thing. Get around healthy people. Yes. You know, put yeah. yourself in an environment around people who are going to encourage you, who yeah. are going to support you, and who are going to model for you what it looks like to, to just walk in a level of confidence that you don't have to apologize about. And also people that will allow you to, to feel the pain and let you go through it instead of saying, you know, yeah, it's good to have the friends be like, girl, you don't need him, F him, whatever. <laughs> the, you know, but at the same time, on the other side of it, it's like, no, I, I love this person. But yeah. especially if it's a bad, you know, if it was terrible, like if he was, you know, I ain't gonna say all the words, but <laughs> at the same time, this person may be grieving. So being around people that will give you the space to do that and say, it's okay all right, now let's talk about it and let's go through. Um, the other part, I am an advocate in, in therapy, for, for therapy and counselors. You know, sometimes the breakup can be so devastating, you it can paralyze you mm -hmm. from going forward. And so that's another tool that you can use is to have some someone that is skilled and trained in helping people to overcome certain hurdles that really can paralyze your life. Yeah. utilize that because it's only a help for you, whether it's a counselor, a therapist, a life coach right. um, can certainly be really effective in helping someone move forward. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be, well, my, I had my faith. Well, if you don't have that, you, there are people <laughs> right. that can help you, you know, move forward as well. I would even say that if you're the person who's doing the breakup, right. Most times maybe, you know, they've kind of prepared themselves for it. Maybe they made that decision, that decision for themselves. Hey, yes. I don't think this is right for me. So I'm going to, I'm going to break up with, with my partner. I would say even for that person to mourn loss, like, and, and I also wonder, do you mourn loss when you're the one doing the breakup? Yes. You know, and, That's and yes, I think, I think yes. that's, yeah. Like mourning loss, whether you're for sure the person who's being broken up, with and the person who's doing the, the breakup like take the time take the time to evaluate that you were with someone for seven months or um you know whatever a year two years three years yeah this person was constant in your life for right. that time so right. um i i think i think there's value in that person to also mourn loss and evaluate what that means yes to them can I share a, a real, like, this is such a transparent, vulnerable story that, that I think might be helpful to someone out there because that what you said is so true. Even if you're the one that ended the relationship, that was me, you know, that yes, there is a time that you're, it's okay that you mourn that loss because it is that it's a, you know, it's the ending of a relationship. And I didn't, I just kind of, I dealt with some things and I went through my life, but after I got married and it was, 
several years into my marriage and I began to just experience like these bouts of just feeling a deep sadness and I couldn't understand why. And me and my husband would have these conversations and relationship related and different things that we would be talking about. And I just, and I had the person, this person that I had dated on my mind, like he would come up all the time. Like he was coming up regularly, like just this period. And I was like, what is going on here? You know, I've been married for several years. I'm happy with him. Like, this is, this is my guy. This is my person. Like, what is going on? And it was really, really bothering me. Like, seriously, like I would get up, like I'm sitting here and I'm like, I am like, Lord, what is up? Like, why is this, why is this person on my mind? I was like, you know, I, I felt, I felt it, it didn't feel right for me to be thinking about this person. And it, what it, long story short, it came out that there was this, it was a subconscious deep thing, like deep, deep that had been unearthed because I was in a healthy relationship. And my husband had started asking me certain, like we'd be asking each other deep questions, especially like about our past relationships and stuff like that. Just because that's how we talk. He asked me a certain question. I can't recall what it was, but I broke down and started crying. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a moment for us. And I began to tell him and mourn the loss of that first relationship that mm-hmm. I had never mourned in the way that I did. I mean, I'm crying like I lost the best friend right here in front of my husband, who wow. I, knew, I'm, I knew man that I'm married to wow. because I didn't have that opportunity to do it in the way that was so authentic and say, and I didn't allow my... I didn't allow myself to say that I missed it. Like mm-hmm. I missed the relationship because I didn't allow, I didn't even like what, what, it, what would it have been if I didn't, you know, and like all those things you think about, yeah. I had the space, the safe space to do that. And I did that married. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. And it was like for just a couple of days, because we had the conversation over a couple of days. Right. And I was able to release that. Yes. Just release it. You know, I'm I'm just giving a kudos to my husband because I was like, I don't Seriously. know what other dudes you know, <laughs> will say, what were you thinking about? But he was so compassionate. Like, I had just like, because he went through a bad breakup too. So he was like, I get it. You know, I understand where you're coming from. And I was like, no, I'm not. I don't love this person anymore. Whatever. I was just, yeah. but I had to, I had to have the space and the and the time to really mourn what I felt I lost. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I had to be kind of strong and you know kind of move forward, yeah. even though I did yeah. experience. But it was it was deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I I say to those who may have done the breaking up that you should. It may not come up right away. You know, it just depends. For me, it didn't. It was. There were certain, there were some residuals that were really, really deep kind of in my subconscious that didn't come up. It was triggered by something. Mm-hmm. And it was a question that I was asked. And when it was asked, I was like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And the question was dealing with our relationship. So there was a barrier that mm-hmm. was stopping me from going mm-hmm. forward and, and being deeper with him. And it was because of that past relationship. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I ain't trying to get real deep on y'all, but it's no, that's no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, you know, when I, you know, I, I've lost confidence after a breakup. I get it back. Amber knows this about me when I reflect on it. Yes. I give myself the space to reflect on it. 
think about what happened, how it happened, whether I journal about it or write a book about it. Hey, um, I can like I can see, I can see, I can just it makes more sense to me. Sure. And if I can reconcile that, when I do reconcile that, I'm like, oh, all right, I'm good. Yes. Yes. I'm I'm good. It sucks. We broke up. Maybe it didn't. We didn't have to break up, but we did. Sure. But if I give myself, when I give myself that space to reflect, to think about it, talk to my girlfriends, cry about it, you know, whatever, uh, mourn the loss, like you're saying, and I can reconcile and make and and make meaning out of that. I and it makes sense to me. Even if it doesn't make sense to me, I guess. But you know, Um, it helps. It helps me out. Like I'm like, oh, all right, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm good. I I see. I see now. It brings clarity. Big time. Yeah. Well, that would it's interesting because I feel like I have the total opposite reaction than the new ladies, but that's what makes love us to hear. So well, I think I don't think I really mourn a loss. I think it's because I don't ever um like with my first one, you know, for eight years with O. Um, we were together for eight years and I just knew we were going to get married and he was the one and this and that. And, but it didn't work out. And I was extremely sad. Let's, I cried a lot. I was sad, but I think because we were always just going to be friends afterwards. And a lot, a lot of times, you know, I don't just get rid of relationships because I feel like sometimes they're meant to be, maybe they're just not meant to be my man. They're meant to be, you know, for something else, you know, things like that. So I don't feel like I, I really mourn it. I just feel like, okay, they're not the one. They weren't the one for me. That's not who God had. And obviously where I am now and looking back, I can easily see just as, you know, a lot of people, cause you have yeah. the time, <laughs> you could see that they're not the one, but I don't ever really think that I get rid of um, a relationship. So I don't really know that I mourn a relationship. If that wow. makes sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I don't talk to O anymore, but his sisters and I are really good friends now. Actually, she's moving to, she just moved to uh, San Diego, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so oh, I'll be seeing wow. them, you know, because for me, it's just hard to get rid of somebody um, that you've had in your life for that long and just, oh, okay. you know, get rid of their, their side of the family. So I guess I don't really mourn. I just see it differently as, okay, well, at least after a while, they're not the one, they're not the one for mm-hmm. me and, and God has something else in store for me. Yeah. Eight years is a long time. It is. Yeah. You've always been good at that to have your vision has always been clear about sometimes, but you, you know, those other two after that, <laughs> well, no, not clear. It's, <laughs> it's consistent. whether it happens or not, that's another question, but it's been, right. it's, it's been clear in the, you know, the friendship that you and I have that if they're not for you in a personal way, in a romantic yeah. personal way, they are for you in a different way. And you are accepting of that, not me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I I'm very points. accepting of it. <laughs> yeah, that's, and I, I think that's, it also depends on the type of relationship that you had, right? Because yeah. there are some relationships that are very contentious mm. and depending on why the relationship ended. True. Mm-hmm. It may not be a wise thing to stay connected in yeah. a, a certain way. You know, there are some relationships where there are I mean, children. like cheating. He yeah. was a cheater. 
Right. <laughs> right. Infidelity, cheating, like yeah. and there are things, those things are are very hurtful, you know. Yeah. And and it also can depend if you have children together, you know, you so you sure. then you have to deal with them. You have to deal yes. with them in some capacity. Yeah. You know, if it's if it ended really badly where they, you know, whether it's infidelity or something that was that was very damaging emotionally. So yeah. I I like your perspective. I wish that that everybody could do that, but it's depending on how you break up. Sure, sure. You know, it's it may not be even the best way to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting cuz um my husband and I talk about it a lot is our relationships at all, because he went through a horrible, you know, anyways, um, you know, but, but look, we, 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 if we wouldn't have gone through the paths we'd gone, we probably would not have met. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's almost like we had to go through hell to, you know, find each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One last question for you. So, you know, Karina said, Karina, you know, often when we talk, like we said, I'm, I'm not the, I'm the one who's like, okay, F them on to the next one, right? Put some Lizzo on and let's go. Let's keep it moving. Where are we going? Who's the next? The you know? <laughs> like, Hurry up. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, um, I mean, how can, like, how, how can a friend or, a, you know, encourage somebody like a family member or a friend who's lost confidence? How can a family member or a friend encourage the person? Yeah. That's confidence? Um, that's a good one. I think, well, I'm going to, I'm going to answer it for both, right? So for, for family, um, I, my family was aware of both, both okay. of the, the breakups, but the, the second one was like, they were like, and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the second one wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, you I was just like, I yeah. wish you well. We could actually him and I could actually still have been friends. Like it was oh, that, good. yeah, he was, he was a cool guy. Like I ran into him years later and like, we hugged, how's your house life, whatever oh, else. Nice. You know, but I think family, you know, I think family is depending on your family, you know, if you have a family that's, that can be supportive in a way that's going to help build you up. I think leaning on family is, can be a very valuable thing. Mm-hmm. But if they're not, true. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even go to it with them because here's the thing that I've learned, and I, I think I've learned this more being married than than when I was dating, is family remembers the bad things about the person. Yeah, <laughs> so, so true. true. <laughs> so true, and they remind you of it all. They remind yeah. you. That's oh, they're true. gonna remind you. You know, um, yes. and. My, when I broke up with my, the first guy that I was engaged to, my sister was like, both my siblings were like, we didn't, we didn't like him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, later I could appreciate it and laugh about it. But in the moment it was like, oh, you yeah. know, oh my gosh, yeah. you didn't like him, you know? Yeah. So in terms of them helping kind of to build my confidence, it wasn't, you know, they weren't like a, a strong resource for, <laughs> for that, <laughs> you know, but my mom, you know, my mother was definitely a strong resource for helping to build my confidence because she was very empathetic oh. um, towards me. And I think, you know, for family to be, to try to be as empathetic as possible, but not everybody is going to be in that space. Yeah. And to gravitate to those that that are, 
empathetic to the pain that I was experiencing and the embarrassment, you know, cause I, I ended the, the engagement, we were engaged. So it was a level of embarrassment and shame that was associated with that. Yeah. And she was very protective and really helped to guard my heart around it. She would speak to people like she had conversations. So that actually allowed me to build my confidence because I felt like I had somebody in my corner. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you go through a bad stint, so just to know that someone is there for you and they're going to fight on behalf of you. Yeah. That mm-hmm. can build your confidence in, in a way that it's almost like intangible, right? Cause you're like, oh, wow. They're like, don't worry about it. You don't have to speak to all these people. I'll call them. I'll do this, you know? And then further down the road, Nicole, there's, this is who you are reminding me of who me, who I am, reminding me of the gifts that I have, reminding me of what she sees in me, reminding me how strong and courageous I was to do something like that, especially at such a young age, you know, not a lot of women would do what you did. So those types of things, I think it's a combination of being empathetic, reminding you of who you are, what family members could do, and also giving you a vision, a glimpse of the future, right? Because sometimes your family members can see, they're like, no, there's something better for you. Like, I see more in you, you keep on going forward, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think from family on that side, and then friends, actually it's similar in in terms of friends, but I, I, I think with a friend, you know, I, I didn't call my mother all the time. That friend is that girlfriend that's like at 12 o'clock at night, you got to text her, you up? Yeah. You know, <laughs> she's the one that's going to come to your house and sit with you and cry. Right. <laughs> you know, she right. might be the one that like, girl, she'll just look at you. you know, we, let's go to lunch. I'm taking you to lunch. Mm-hmm. Let's just go, you know, and I think in doing those, those acts of love helps to build your confidence again, to know that there is someone there that cares about you, mm-hmm. you know? And I like the girlfriends that say, girl, please, you, <laughs> now you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, right. you know? So it's, I, I think they, family and friends can be a source of helping to build your confidence when they realize that that it's important for it's important for them to encourage you through the process. Yes. And that encouragement might look different, mm-hmm. you know, at different points, but having them there, like no matter what is, it means everything, you know, mm-hmm. it means every, I, it brings tears to my eyes to, to be able to think about the people that were there for me during that time, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they helped me to get through those moments and reminding me of who I was. Yes. Like that's the biggest thing. Because yeah. you you can forget, like you tear yourself down and you get down on yourself. No, this is who you are. Yeah. This is who you are. Yes. You know, so family and friends can do that. They really can. Yes. So that's that's what I would say oh about God. family and friends. <laughs> family. I love it. I love it. I love it. Nicole. Yes. Please come back again. I'm coming back. I'll, yeah. I am glad to come back. Yes. I love it. <laughs> You have spread knowledge and, you know, we've just really enjoyed our conversation today. Where can our viewers find you? Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Um, I am Nicole Simmons is my, my handle and um, I would love to connect if you want to connect there. I also have a podcast, as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, take action podcast show on Instagram as well. So you can follow me there as well. 
And if you guys want some encouraging words, please make sure you, uh, yes. you add her because her podcast is great. Her Instagram is great. And you're coming out with a YouTube, right? Too. So people can find you there. Yeah. I'm now looking at bringing my podcast onto YouTube, like officially, because I have so many episodes and they're like, can we see it? And I was like, yes. Okay, <laughs> so, you know, before my, my goal is before the end of the summer, we're going to be on YouTube, like like full force. We're going we gonna to be yes. on there. So I said it out loud. I said it out loud. You said it out loud. Put it out there. Now you had to do it. <laughs> out of the universe. Uh, yeah. I was like, okay. Because that's, you know, again, a confidence thing, right? I was like, ah, I don't know. They were like, you, you got this, girl. You, you're talking to people all the time. You're talking about it, what's the problem? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, I don't know. But now I'm like, no, it's, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm doing it. Like we're going to put it on there and it'll just be a regular a regular a staple just out there nice. so yes yeah. love it love it love it and hey your book is coming out your new my book? book is coming out i think that doorbell was uh, delivery yes. should i go and check it out not yes. not, not on here no oh, oh, here? oh yeah go 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 sorry yeah I, the cover yeah go on here what? oh i thought you meant like you know i don't know i was losing it <laughs> I love it. A new book. And what's the, I look, I'm looking forward to hearing what the title is. Yes. I think we'll show, I shouldn't spoil it. So I'll let yeah, her first I'll tell it. Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think this, this conversation was actually perfect for, you know, her coming out with her new book too, because it's kind of has to do. Oh, Oh, my book is here. Now, this is, uh, (laughs) tell them what the book is about. Yes. Tell them what your book's about. Yes. So my book is called Fired Up. (laughs) It's right in line with what we're talking about. It is a story of two people, a girl and a guy who met, uh, were in a relationship for several months, got to know each other, didn't work out. Um, this book is not about, um, the love story between the two of them. It's a love story about her Ah. and reflecting back on moments of that relationship where we didn't get to this, but I wrote down a a little note here. Like sometimes we're given breadcrumbs in our relationship. Mm. Mm. Come on. It might start out as pink flags and then <laughs> slowing to red flags red or flag. yellow flags and then they're red flags. Yeah. And that's that's what this book talks about is there are flags, there are signs. Yeah. That this one, you know, um primary, you know, role, like El, her name is Ella, um, saw and addressed them, but didn't really like put her foot down in addressing these red flags. So mm-hmm. it's a reflection on her experience in that relationship, what she learned about herself and um, how she's going to take away those learnings in future relationships. But it's really a love story about herself, not the love story between her and the guy she was dating. Uh, I like that perspective. Yeah. Yes. I oh my it. God, it's here. So yes, where can we get your book? Oh my God. You know, I think safely it should launch. It'll be available on Amazon. May 8th, the latest. 
It'd be oh, a good wow. day for this episode to come out. <laughs> What'd you say? It'll be a good day for this episode to come out. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, May 8th is a Monday. Okay, well, it'll so, be good before then. <laughs> May 9th. Sounds great. Do May 9th. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. I'm so excited. It's here. Yes, yes. Well, we're going to wrap up. Um, Nicole, thank you so much. We have just enjoyed you. You've been lovely. Um, for all of our viewers, listen, make sure that you comment, listen, subscribe. If you guys have any questions for Nicole, please let us know. Comment down below. We'd love to um, send her some more questions or other for future topics that we can talk about. For sure. Um, I'd love to. Yes. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for joining. Have a great night. Bye. Have a good night. Bye.